Welcome to the No Filter Fitness of Moms Who Lift podcast, where we bring you real people, real stories, with an action plan to match your goals. Hello, Moms Who Lift. We're back at it again, this time outdoors. So today's topic is? Today's topic is uh, mindful eating or when emotional eating. What does it mean to different people? means different things. But what we were talking about and want to discuss are the different uh, types of situation when we use eating, which is a natural thing. It's like something your body does naturally. You're hungry, you eat. But we use that feeling of hunger or not using that feeling. We're using the um, act of eating for, for a different purpose. And uh, like, if you want to pee, go to the bathroom. You just go to the bathroom. You don't think about it. So when you eat, you do that, think about it because sometimes you have to hold it. So, and then somebody, then you got to tell a person like, I, I gotta go. And uh, then that person has to remind you like, clench, <laughs> clench, hold. But, or yes. you can just let it go right. in the bushes. Right. Right. Well, but the idea is, I know it's funny, right? And we're laughing. And you probably too. We, when you want to go to the bathroom, you just go. You don't think about it. You don't start wanting to go to the bathroom when you're happy or sad. You just go to the bathroom whenever. <laughs> now, why food is any different? It's your natural body signal. You eat because you're hungry. Because if you don't eat, A, you can, you're going to kill someone. <laughs> yes, you will. Angry, right? Because you that's suck. a real that's a real word. <laughs> or you waste away just nothing. It's just, you have to eat because of that. But we also associate food with different feelings, which brings us which bring us to this kind of epiphany. When, if you think about being mindful with your eating, when do you normally eat? When people normally eat? there is a couple of different um, couple of different situation. A lot of people we hear eat stress eating. What does it mean when you're stressed? Stressed about just generally, you're stressed, you eat. Sometimes you stress so much that you don't eat, and those are different situations. It's a lot of times people say when they grieve or stressed in a very sad, sad, sad way, like a grief for some reason comes to mind to me now. So you don't eat, but most of the time you stress because your kids are driving you crazy, your boss is driving you crazy, your uh, spouse is driving you crazy, your something is driving you crazy. So you eat, or you don't. You so that's stress eating one way. You bored. You're sitting home. You have nothing to do. Or you're watching TV. You have nothing to do. So you eat because of boredom. In a movie theater, why do you eat in a movie theater? Well, because you actually. Maybe also because you're bored, but it's actually because you relaxed. Like you're in a in a fun situation. You eat in the movie theater. You eat your popcorn. You eat whatever candy, soda, whatever else you got. So it's just kind of a circumstantial eating, like when you go out with your friends or you know socialize with your kids, and you tend to eat more. So all these different scenarios when we are outside of being actually hungry that makes us eat. So all these triggers, and we kind of wanted to talk about those. Absolutely. So yeah, the, that's that's the what El just I think what you described was was more towards the mindless eating. So like, obviously mindless meaning you eat without fully understanding why you're eating, right? Where it could be either right. you're picking at your kid's food. It could be that 
your kids may want to eat even though you just ate let's say dinner and you you technically are not hungry but because your kids are eating and you're kind of there in the moment you may be eating with them or even the concept of like you said movie theaters right I mean we we, we go to the movie theater to actually watch a movie not to technically eat but I think we've been so conditioned and that you know kind of we, we socialize going to the movie theater with getting popcorn and once you do that the first time you know that pleasure sense kind of you know takes over right and you're like oh this is really nice I kind of like this so the next time yeah so the next time you go guess what your brain automatically triggers you going to the movie theater with eating popcorn and it becomes almost like a vicious cycle and it, you can eventually if this is a, something that happens quite a lot and you go to the movies let's say a lot and you eventually eat a lot of popcorn in addition to your other food that's where you can get that extra you know um, weight gain from and it's not only just movie theaters I mean it could be anything it does not matter it could be you going out to socialize with your friends and and eat right and you typically would not let's say drink so much alcohol you can either be going out to drink a lot consuming calories um, with alcohol and then at the same time eating with your friends without really being hungry or, or wanting you know that understanding what you're kind of doing in a sense just because you're in the moment of things which is the mindless portion right. we, it's almost like autopilot that's yes, how you gotta think autopilot, about it it's yes. autopilot you go in and we talk let's talk about like happy eating now happy drinking happy eating so you go in and we are so in the movies in commercials gatherings family gatherings or friends gatherings any kind of a social gatherings it's always around food no one just sits outdoor and just talks like here like Yana and I doing the podcast we're sitting and we're just talking there's really no food involved a lot of times when people go and even they go outside they bring food because God forbid you walk around without feeling a little bit of a hunger and you don't sit down and right away like it's um, um what they call it when you have to satisfy your urge immediately like a soothing it's almost like you're soothing yourself before even needed to it's, it's like a like a baby you're giving your your food it almost becomes like a pacifier right, right? you know that the baby's about to cry it's immediate and even before it cries you just give it the pacifier to right. shut it up right. as long as <laughs> Like the food, you just <laughs> immediate gratification, but it's okay to feel okay. Well, I'm hungry, but you know what? I am not, no one, none of us are like so far in the woods or so far away from food at any given time that we cannot wait until you know we get and we eat. We always bring the food with us, so that becomes a habit. We become, we, we, we are, uh, we condition our body for that immediate gratification as soon of doing things so you get together with friends you cannot get together just to talk you gotta have food around you what why can't you get together with friends outside of dinner it's okay it's not that it's okay not to eat dinner with friends it is okay it's totally fine but the idea is this is why all of this becomes an exponential issue of our emotional eating we associate food with everything with um with with happy you know happy occasions yes. sad occasions and that becomes an issue so that's how it got developed into an issue because you, we cannot even imagine getting together with friends for um what unless it's an exercise class what's wrong with that what's wrong with like you know getting together and do an exercise together without getting food or getting together to have 
a conversation without getting drinks but there's all these restaurants bars and everything and you know you go in there because somehow without you know having something to do with your mouth or hands you're not able to have a conversation yeah yeah i think i think that it's it becomes almost like a catch-22 i mean you know we're we are we we're obviously everything has to be revolved around food because of the fact that we're humans we need to eat in order to sustain us right the problem is is there's an overabundance of everything and so we have been again conditioned to associate food with almost every single activity so I think if, if you are going to be planning things to do with family friends whatever then you got to plan it very strategically because you don't want to be you know almost like it's like double dipping right you don't want to be eating twice or three times more because you have these events happening or whatever so you do need to be very mindful and planning them almost ahead of time <laughs> right and is it okay to let's say because I've had questions like this before if I know I have a you know big event coming and with a lot of yummy food is it okay for me to eat a little less during the day and to save up for the event absolutely I do believe so, but what about what happens is, you know, in some cultures, there's events like this happen uh, weekly and multiple times a week. So is it okay to implement this strategy of saving your calories yes, you for can. the event? So, so but, the concept of calories, though, it's the calories are not on a daily thing. It's not like if you consume too much today, all of a sudden you're going to gain weight. No, it's an accumulation typically over over a seven period, you know, seven day period. So in theory, if you know, let's say you have certain events coming up during a certain period of time, yes, you can cut back almost on a daily basis, save up an, enough in a sense of calories in order to consume them, let's say, on that particular event. Or guess what? You can also just enjoy it and say, fuck it. I'm sorry to say it. And just enjoy the event without having to without being so nitpicking of every, every single, single calorie and everything that you're eating especially if these are events that do not happen on a weekly basis these are events that happen sometime you the more i think what also is occurring is the fact that the more we restrict ourselves and the more we say no to ourselves and the more we are so hyper focused on things it backfires even worse yes. for us mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely um, and I think something it, to think about. So, and I think it brings more awareness to that food, to the mind, mindful versus mindless eating issue. When you're able to sit down and look at your food that you're eating and say, okay, well, usually I let myself uh, a couple times a week I or at night, I have that treat that I like that I enjoy with my kids or I enjoy while I'm, you know, doing my work or whatever. You enjoy your treat while you're doing something which is a foreign foreign object to me anyway why can't you do something and and just eat your food but anyway so that's what i understand is happening save those treats for that later thing during the week or just like you're saving those treats through your calorie budget during the day because a lot of people and we're young and i've seen it you know help ask us to help them budget their food and you know have them like planning their meals and we know we always ask what can you what cannot you live without is it your glass of wine is it your cookie is it your whatever and and we always try to budget it into your daily calories or you know every other day because certain things it's certainly not good to do daily like drinking 
well, I guess I shouldn't be an adroit counselor. AA. <laughs> anyway, drink as far as the calories go. So it's almost the same idea. Instead of doing it on a daily basis, you do it for that particular event. So there is nothing wrong with it. It's actually bring your awareness and makes you more accountable and more mindful of eating and nutrition and you understand how your body is you know you you may be even learning a little bit of the hunger because honestly if you like saving the calories for later in a week uh, you realize oh my gosh I am hungry so I, I I need those calories so I actually not just enjoying those you know cookies or that uh, ice cream the scoop of ice cream that I eat every couple of days I am it's it's something that I mean I'm enjoying not feeling hungry so that's also, it's a learning process. And maybe eventually you'll learn how to understand the hunger signals and the signals of being full. You don't need to eat until you're ready to just pass out at the seams. <laughs> so I think touching base on a couple things. One is, is being aware of what it is that you're constantly eating, right? So that is the mind, that is the mindfulness, meaning you are literally aware of why you're eating how the food is tasting how it feels for you during the food preparation let's say or during while you're eating even after understanding how that food is affecting you during the moment of you actually preparing it eating it and afterwards and also maybe seeing a pattern if you have a pattern that you're constantly eating let's say a certain type of food in the evening because it's you know the kids it's usually it's like hey the kids went to sleep or you know I was so stressed from the day the day is finally over I'm winding down and you are in a sense treating yourself with food because you had this very stressful day right and you're constantly eating the same you go into almost it's a habit you go into this repetition day in and day out doing the same exact thing guess what take a note of that see is it something that you actually do you actually enjoy it or has it become a habit and without you understanding you're now on autopilot you because like it becomes it almost right but it becomes almost like as soon as the day is over and something happens you're going in and eating or drinking or whatever the case may be right it becomes it is autopilot because once you do it enough it becomes you don't even notice that you do this Just on a daily it. basis right so if you actually take a note of it, and I think you would be very surprised as to what it is that you're eating or drinking, how, how's it actually making you feel, and do you actually really need it? Are you able to slide in a different habit or try something different instead of it and see how that will make you feel? Or do you really like it? Because if you really do like it, admit it. Right. It's okay to like potato chips. It's okay to like whatever. It doesn't make you a bad person. It has nothing to do. Liking your food doesn't mean that you like to, it's it's not a crime. Liking donuts is not a crime. <laughs> Liking whatever it's not a crime. I think once we understand that and it's not doesn't make you less of an athlete or less of a anything. It's just you're still a healthy person. But liking it, it's okay because once you admit to something and realize something, you actually can either accept it and move on and being able to you to to eat it sometimes and if you really like it or you say you know what i just like the taste of it i'm gonna try 
to eat, make something that tastes the same. Maybe I'll enjoy the process of making. Maybe I'll like it more than, you know, the donut that I'm eating. Or maybe I just want something sweet. If I want a crunch of a potato chip, maybe I want maybe something, a vegetable, a crunchy vegetable that you have never tried, it will satisfy. Or maybe I can make that potato chip myself from, I know the people make all stuff from like kale and from sweet potatoes. Yep, sweet potatoes. It's just, just so much. And I know like sometimes I, I say that and I could see and hear and like visualize people like rolling their eyes. Oh yeah, it's easy for you to say. No, it's not easy for me to say. It's really not. I, it just comes from, I only say things that comes from experience and from what I've seen. Is it, does it, will it happen easy to you? No, but if, but to stop and actually give it a try, you'll be surprised of the feelings that you may get. Again, I don't know how you're gonna think about, how you're gonna feel about it, but actually stopping and thinking to yourself, how do I feel about this right now? Is mindful it is, eating. That's the beginning of the mindfulness. Conscious. It is yes. being It is being, being conscious, conscious and being present. of yourself and of, of, of actual, of what it is that you're doing. Because if you do right now stop and think, of your day-to-day -day, um, habits, in a sense, because they're all habits, from the time your alarm clock goes off, right, in the morning, to the time you get breakfast, how you get your breakfast, how you eat your lunch, how you eat the snacks in between, when you're stressed, when you're not stressed, when you eat mm -hmm. your dinner, what you eat after dinner, if you will actually notice, it is genuinely the same exact yes. thing. And without you even understanding, right, or thinking about it, you just do these yeah, things, they become habits to you and then you don't understand why you are stuck where you're stuck spinning your wheels without being able to yeah without being able to move past it it's because you're not conscious and and that's okay because this is how our brains were designed they were designed to in a sense make us more comfortable we are familiar with things and it wants to use less energy less thinking for you to continue yes. to, to just to keep going that's all the reality so it is going to cost you energy and time to, to stop, stop yourself and, <laughs> and you know just as much energy as it costs you and i know that for a fact just after you did something that you said to yourself i am not when i am stressed i am not eating the potato chips when i am bored i am not finishing my kids food i don't care how much left on the plate i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna throw it out i'm gonna throw it out there is you know yes there is shortage of food in the united states and everywhere I, I'm not even gonna go there it upsets me it's true but your kids scraps have nothing to do with you trying to resolve hunger issues in the United States go volunteer in the soup kitchen donate your kids scraps belong and they don't belong to your dog because it's not good for your dog throw them <laughs> out I am not trying to preach but it's true it's really I mean it's a scientific fact now I, I do want to kind of like start going towards uh, what's the points that we're making. I do think that every one of us goes into a different category of what kind of eater or what kind of eater are you. So anyway, we're not talking about, again, I'm gonna go back to peeing. <laughs> Your body, we all pee. We all pee when we want to. <laughs> but apparently, we don't, we, don't, we don't go through the people like, okay, I really wanna pee, but I'm gonna wait and see how long I can hold it. Oh, do I have to say? There's something like that. That does happen. I gotta tell but you. I, yeah, when my younger days, how long I can hold it? No, we, I, like about the kids, we told them, when you wanna pee, go, before, go on That's the party. Right. All right, 
Okay, now I'm being silly. Just a little is enough. So when we eat, so what kind of eater are we? How many of us are really intuitive eaters? We eat when we're hungry. Nothing else in we we don't it we're not using food as an emotion. Meaning when we're upset we don't eat. When we're upset we eat or we don't eat. When we're happy we eat or we don't eat. No, every time how many of us only eat when we're hungry? Not many not many so but this is truly like when we talking about cavemen they ate when they were hungry i'm really convinced of that i didn't talk they to did because they had no food but, right they had to go hunt get as much food as they can they would stuff them the, the, their face with it get a little fat right to prolong them until right. their next and feast please, <laughs> and then they would do other things so so not many so category of the people that are eating only when they're hungry they use that just that signal mm -hmm. are very few then we have categories of people. People that eat when they are hungry and only when they're hungry. Nothing else messes with their, with their feeling. Yes, they can wait a little and then they eat when they're hungry. So they're not hungry, they are not eating. So they eat their couple meals a day because we usually get hungry after a certain period of time. You know, it, it's it's what's anatomical of human, or it's just it's your, yeah, yes. it's your natural hunger rhythm, and you rhythm. do have hunger uh, signals Every so often. Correct, but those hunger signals get, uh, in a sense, we we don't have them because of the fact that we are on autopilot, okay. and because of the fact that sometimes maybe you haven't gone long enough, enough to actually to feel what hunger so second, is. So that's yes. the first category was very few and far in between. It's like those people that like eat and never gain. <laughs> Right. Yes. It and never ever again. They just stay skinny forever, and when they're young, then it changes. But okay, so one category. Second category of people is people that eat when they're stressed. When they're stressed because of pressure, when it's tension, either it's being at work stressed, kids stressed, just they have a lot of stress. So to deal with that stress and not to just throw start throwing things down and killing someone along the way, you just keep eating just so you're like doing something. <laughs> so you right? kill yourself with right. the food instead. So that second person, that, uh, second. Now there's people that eat when they are bored. When they're stressed, they can go on and just finish their work because you, or kids, whatever. But they, they eat when they're bored. So everything is done. Time is up. You know, my, you know, I had this beautiful like day with like good, but now I'm bored. I am bored. Kids are done. Or if you don't have kids, I'm just, all my work is done or whatever. I came from the gym. And now you have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. So I'm going to look at, right. watch TV or do whatever. And I'm going to eat when I'm bored. Right. So this type of eaters. And then there are eaters that, you know, social eaters. When I go out with my friend or by myself, well, people don't go out by themselves unless they're like very lonely, but you know, but I go out by myself. And do you, and do you stress eat? I, I mean, do no. you eat because of the board? No, no, I, mean, I, but no I go out by myself like to, I, I do know, too. read books or something. I do walk, too, but I don't do things. Well, you, I, I'll eat by myself. So, but I like socially, to eat by myself. would you be aware? Are you a kind of person, not necessarily you, but yes. is there a type of people that just go out and when they are not in their environment, they usually they eat because they are social eaters, or either it's being with your own company that you enjoy so much, with your many personalities, or with other people. <laughs> Me, company. myself, and I. <laughs> right, you know, and I think that like even when you and I and go and we grab coffee and we eat something, I think that we able to enjoy the conversation without getting eating too much yeah i don't so i mean but are you a kind of person that eats 
when they're out socially and they're happy. Meaning, you eat your cake when you're happy, not when you're sad. That's right. So, so as long as you, so, and there is a combination of everything, even yes, all of that. Thank you. There is combinations of all, all, all of it, and that's yes. okay if you are. That's not a problem. There's nothing wrong with you, but it's maybe it's just being more again aware and no judgment. Just no, no. There's no judgment because it's. It's just being aware, like yes. where where are you struggling? You know what I mean. Where where's your downfall in a sense, or have you just become accustomed to, to right. it? And I think that's it's what it is. Such a good exercise of be, of consciousness, of being present, of you know understanding yourself without being scared, like to yourself, and actually being patient enough to say, okay, well, let me go and think about myself. When do I normally eat? Okay, I eat in the morning because I'm hungry, or do I eat in the morning because I was told by my mom I have to eat breakfast? That's right. You don't. You don't. Yes, you don't have to eat breakfast if you don't but, want to. I mean, when are the times of a day when I'm eating actually hungry? Am I am I ravaging during in the middle of the day? So this is when I eat when I'm hungry. What about at night? Do you eat at night because I'm hungry? So think about all the stuff. So think about all the occasions when you actually do eat. Do you are you a kind of person that? You know, it's all the meals, but then on the weekend you go out and you had your meals, but you know, or you and you just you go and you eat your dinner like you normally do, but then you keep eating because you're out because everyone else is eating because that's you, called your classic yes, cheat sure. meals. But instead of a cheat meal, it becomes cheat days, and then that's it. It's the it's the end of your diet right there. And I guess our our like Yana like to say our pinpoints or hook points or whatever you call them tag points. Our tag points is. <laughs> Not to make, uh, not to, you know, not to uh, solve your food issues, but rather bring awareness that emotional eating, you know, and you know, stress eating, it's all, it, it's all part of mindful versus mindless eating, and it's part of the same problem, and it's okay to have. Life is a big problem. Uh, Life is always a problem. So, and I, but I think bringing awareness to that, it's just gonna give you a little more knowledge about yourself, and maybe even, maybe even knowledge about your other habits, like as it relates to fitness as well. Do you come from the gym and you famished? You're so hungry. Are you really so hungry, or you feel like after the gym you actually earn those calories? I don't know. It's There's hard to say. But that's yeah. definitely something that I've heard so many times. I am so hungry after the gym. Or is it a condition that you feel? Do you feel that you work so hard that you deserve it? So again, it's 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 I coming know. back to the treats. You know, you're not a dog. I'm sorry to say it, right. but we, we have been conditioned to treat ourselves with food. So guess what? If you are constantly treating yourself with food, regardless if you went to work out and you feel you earned these extra calories because you just worked out so super hard, or or be it that you had a stressful day, you earned yourself right. a right, right. To, to have something right. that you like, guess what? You need to learn to find other alternatives to, to treat yourself because, again, food, as much as food does give us, in a sense, pleasure, in reality, it can also Just backfire. Just like we're eating ourselves. When you pee, right. after you need to pee, right. you feel good. Right. Some, sometimes the, the food that you think is bringing you also pleasure me is just also condition. You conditioned yourself, it and it's being mindful. It. Being mindful meaning that you literally just paying attention during the process of you actually eating the food, right. which a lot of times we don't because a lot of times, especially you know, if you let's say are eating by yourself. You have a tendency to be scrolling through your phone. Guess what? 
You're no longer understanding what you're eating yep. anymore. You don't taste That's your That's your food. social eating. Then you're a social right. eater. You eat when you are like you're socializing with You're scrolling through the yourself. phone. You're reading. You're watching TV. You're, you don't even understand what you just ate. Eight. You don't even remember probably right. what you just ate. I've right. been there. I've been there so many times. I'm like, what, what happened to my food? <laughs> right. Why did I eat it? Who ate my food? <laughs> I definitely have to say uh, it does I mean for me like a lot of times my mindless eating is which doesn't happen you know that much anymore because I don't have that much work as I used to be super busy you know trying to go from one gym to another gym from one client to another client person to and you know just having all my food but my food is always I don't know I, I it's, I always meal prep I don't even call it meal prep it's just something I do it's packaged in my little bag it's called a meal prep but it's <laughs> natural because for me eating in my car it may not be a good thing for someone but for me I know I have the time to eat now this is my this is what I eat my chicken my you know my chicken and my vegetables so I pick it up that's my meal I eat it while I'm driving somewhere been stopped many times for doing that but you know, I, but you mean you've been stopped, so it was like not it's, instead of drinking and driving, it's called eating and driving. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> was it not a citation. Ma yes, <laughs> ma'am. Do you know you were you were eating, and you were eating your food. You were looking at your phone. Yes, you were looking at your phone because <laughs> you I was driving. looking for directions <laughs> to my next place. But long story short, so that was something. But because I had it in my bag, in my baggie, because that's the easiest thing. I ate it, it's done. Now that I don't drive so much from place to place, and I tend to eat all my meals in one place, and I can focus on what I'm eating, I actually realize I am not that hungry. So the question is, am I not eating enough? What, was I eating too much? It's not that I'm trying to resolve that issue now, but it brings you awareness of conscience, of being conscious, what, what are you eating? Even when you think you're a healthy eater, just being conscientious about it. Yep. It's really a good exercise right now for us to stop and think of how does that process uh, go. Absolutely. And I, I do want to kind of just touch base also about, you know, there's been some research done about, you know, being, can you be, can you really be a mindful eater and lose weight? And I'm going to say for some, yes, but for many, probably not. And the reason why is, again, is going to boil down to our lives and our lifestyles. Many people, as much as they may, it may help you in understanding certain tendencies and certain habits that you have and allow you to probably um, maybe get rid of certain ones that are not serving you. Ultimately, in order to lose, the, to lose weight, we need to be in a caloric deficit, which means you have to eat less food. When you eat less food, you're gonna be hungry, okay? And what's gonna happen is that your mind and your body is gonna keep telling you, I want food, I want food. You will not, it's gonna be very difficult for you to go through the whole process as a mindful eater, in a sense, in order to achieve certain goals of weight loss. They, there are tools that can be applied because right. it's not, it's not a magic pill that is given to you and you're gonna lose all the weight magically and just stay there. Just like, you know, it's not, oh, here's a diet, follow it, you're gonna get to your goal and that's the end of that. No, there are many, many components that you have to incorporate throughout this process and the process is lifelong. Again, yes. it is a journey. Many people still don't understand this. They think I am on this diet this weekend. As soon as the weekend ends, that's it. That's, I'm golden. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is not a weekend diet. It is not a one week diet, not a one month diet, not even a freaking three months, six months diet. It is a lifelong process. You got so to you be. have to learn to incorporate every single aspect right. almost. As uh, like, and someone listening is like, okay, well, they've talked, talk, talk, and then they say, I'm gonna be a mindful eater, and I still cannot lose weight. Then fuck it, I'm gonna be a mindless eater. I'm gonna be munching on my potato chips. I'm gonna be going out and eating whatever I want. No, again, it's 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 not a great. It it's, it's not, not black one and thing. white. It's, it's not, not black and white. Being mindful eating teaches you teaches you how to listen to your body signals, but it doesn't. And it becomes when you understand that you satisfy hunger with food or you right. know drinking and whatever emotions with an emo emotion, emotion, actual emotions. emotion. What it is? It's gonna serve you so much. It's gonna serve you very well as you continue on your journey to fat to weight loss. Right. Because you'll realize that you're not when you are in your when you try to eliminate certain or um, uh, uh, restrict your calories or eat less calories. Sometimes you are not hungry. You really are not hungry, but you're rather because you you plan your calories. You know how much you need, but you are like stressed or you are you know bored or whatever reason why you're eating. So it's all part of the same puzzles. You cannot. There's no shortcuts. You cannot work the system. You got to embrace the system. You got to trust the process. So when knowing what kind of an eater you are is going to serve very well in mm -hmm. your journey to weight loss, weight gain, or just not using food as anything rather than you know something just that to you, fuel you to fuel you and food is a, not food is not a pacifier it is not a crutch and it's not gonna it certainly will not it will not it may numb certain feelings but, or emotions that you may have that you don't like but guess what those emotions will still come, come back. back unless you resolve the actual emotions but, so you cannot put a band-aid let's do a classic let's do the classic if you have a very deep cut right and you have blood gushing out. You can't just put a band-aid over it. Yes, it will stop the blood temporarily. Maybe. Temporarily. Yes. But right. eventually you're gonna need to seek some help in order to get that wound properly right. taken care of, right? It's the same thing with emotions. Right. Any emotion that you have, you gotta you gotta deal with it with kind of head on. Learning, right. So it's a learning process, there is no shortcuts. And we you know, this you know, today we talk about nutrition and nutrition fitness, any kind of a wellness journey is gonna involve a lot of mind body work before you do any kind of a physical work because for longevity of it you do wanna have a nice ground just like your for your cut not to have area for bacteria you wanna clean it you wanna examine it I mean sometimes it needs stitches sometimes it doesn't need stitches but you wanna clean it you wanna be very much aware of what's in there before you start treating it just like with food before you start just slashing calories or whatever else you do just understanding what kind of a eater you are absolutely i think that is the main point that's it <laughs> i think we got we got to it somehow <laughs> in the nature in the nature <laughs> so uh guys if you if you like the content please hit the subscribe button if you're listening on itunes it goes a very long way with comments please leave a comment um and a review and um uh, as always uh we will see you next week probably Maybe outdoor, maybe indoor. We'll see how this turned out. <laughs> we'll see how it got.